Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Is it a gadget? Is it a gizmo? No, it's gadgets and gizmos with Steve Kaplan and Simon Rose. Well, I'm glad it told me that because last week, if you remember, Steve Kaplan, I got my name wrong. I called myself you. You did. Yes. You yes. did. Yes. You did. Sign of approaching senility, I feel. Anyway. As, as far as our audience goes, they don't know the difference between us anyway, do they? That's probably true. Well, you're the one who seems to know about things. And I mean, uh, and I'm the one yes. who uh, basically uh, has not accepted any new technology since the Ark um, exactly. came back to Earth. Yep. Yeah. So where do we go today? Well, we start off with social media. Uh, young people these days, of course, eschew uh, Facebook increasing mm. numbers and they turn to TikTok. The problem being that they are using it for far too long. So TikTok have, have launched, launched a new setting, which is uh, for new users who are under 18, mm. they're limited to one hour a day, after which they're warned that their time is up, which is quite clever, isn't it? Well, yeah. quite clever, of course, if assuming that they're admitting to being under 18 and that being under 18, the chances are they can probably find a way around this within minutes of TikTok changing but the rules. They just go to their settings and they change yes. it. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. OK. There yeah. is also a thing called family pairing, which lets a parent control a child's account, although mm. any child mm. worth their salt would, of course, open a new account under their own name and not tell their parents. It's yes. easy enough to do. You can't help feeling that by the age of at least 16, um, teenagers would be rather chafing at the bit, discovering that they're not sort of allowed to have as long as they want on TikTok. You absolutely would. You absolutely yes. would. Okay, well, let's move on from that. Let us move on. What do you do? If your loved one is far away and you want to communicate, well, you can phone them or you can mm. Facebook them or you can FaceTime them or you can Skype them mm. or you can, well, all these many, many ways of getting in touch. But that's all visual and audible and there's nothing tactile about it. Well, a team at the University of Hong Kong have come up with remote stroking. <laughs> Remote stroking being a little patch which contains a four by four grid of actuators that you stick onto your body, mm. and the your your partner on the other side of the world sticks a similar one on on their body, and when they stroke it, you feel they're stroking. How about that? You've got a feeling a bit more useful for pets rather than people. Oh, it would, wouldn't it? I mean, how often do you and your loved ones stroke each other? I mean, it's, I mean, it doesn't well, seem like hugging. Yes, possibly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Other examples of intimacy, stroking. I don't know. Still, maybe it, maybe it's a good idea. Assuming your your pets have their own iPhone, of course. Maybe pets do these things. I don't know. <laughs> well, yes, that's true. They probably do. Yeah, as long as they're over eighteen. As long as they're over eighteen, but it could translate into braille, braille for the blind, where people that could wear these clever. things on their skin. That would be yes. quite clever. Don't know how easy it would be to read Braille other than through your fingertips, but I suppose you could learn to do it. Mm. Have you ever tried reading Braille? It's remarkably difficult. 
Uh, well, I've, I have felt Braille, but I've not yeah. been, it's not been explained to me how you actually tell. Even when you learn, you know, one character, finding that character in a string of dots is very, yes. very hard to do. Anyway, well, also, if, even well, I mean, when when there are public notices in Braille, of course, even you know, how do you know where the notice is? Exactly, that in itself is difficult. Yeah, exactly. I know. Yes. It's extraordinary. Extraordinary. Mm. Uh, so, if stroking isn't good enough for you, how about robot lips? Yes, these are now affected <laughs> China again. They're made of silicon, mm. and you plug them into the charging port of your phone, and your remote loved one does the same. Right. And um, whatever kiss you apply to your silicon lips, the silicon lips at the other end apply to them. Good gracious. With sound. So if you like, you know, slurpy, smoochy kisses, then that's the way to go. Apparently, people have been using them on dating sites, so you can tell how well your data kisses. Oh, right. Well, combine that and the stroking one, and you're, yes, not a hot yeah. date without actually having to leave the house. They are only only £30 in China, only in China, uh, right. but there have been complaints that there's no tongues. So quite, <laughs> quite chaste kisses, I'm afraid. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Something more. <laughs> yes, indeed. Let us move on to well, it's ChatGPT and and, course, yes. and those kind of things. Uh, ChatGPT has been banned in China uh, because mm. it has come up with comments that are critical of Xi Jinping and indeed the Chinese leadership, talking about human rights abuse and forced labour and such mm -hmm. things. So it's yet another thing that has gone behind the Great Firewall as they're calling it, yes, which prevents the outside from, from getting into China at all. Meanwhile, ChatGPT is to be allowed in international baccalaureate essays, which is the equivalent of A-levels. And the people who run the international baccalaureate say, well, it's just the same, really, as getting ideas from books or from the internet, except, of course, it might be completely erroneous. And yes. they say that they're going to place less emphasis on essays from now on, because, of course, essays can be written not by you, but by your computer. Yes. So if you're interested in ChatGPT, I know we talked about it, and you said you hadn't actually had to go at it. There's yes. a new app in town, and it's made by Quora. Quora, the website where you can ask questions and people can give answers. Yes, and, and it's fine brilliant. if there's only one answer, but of course, if there are a dozen, you end up being utterly baffled because people keep giving different answers. Exactly. Yes. So it is called Poe, P-O-E, as in mm. Edgar Allan, and it's available free on the App Store or on Google Play. Mm. Uh, so download it and have a go with well, it. Well, so I did, because you, 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 oh. you sent it to me, and, and, and I did. Um, I mean, I find anything on the phone more difficult to ask questions of. I like tapping away on a keyboard, which is why I tend to use DuckDuckGo to ask questions. But... Um, I tried various things. I had just had trouble thinking what to ask it, really. Well, Suddenly, I my mind it, went blank. I said to it, what is Share Radio? Oh, and right. it said Share Radio was a UK-based radio station. Of, um, and then it goes on uh, several paragraphs about Share Radio, about uh, which it got right, aiming to provide listeners with a range of financial news and advice and so on. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's saying um, the station's website and podcast library remained available for some time after the closure, but they've since been taken down. What? Um, They're there. So, there's, there's years of programming there. Well, how do we, so how replied, do we correct it? Yeah. I replied saying that isn't true. And then it came back saying, I apologize for my, any confusion. If my previous response was inaccurate, let me know what specifically was incorrect. 
So I came back and said, well, Share Radio is still active and his podcast library is still available. Then he came back and said, I apologise for the confusion in previous response. You're correct. Share Radio is still active and his podcast library is still available. So then I said, well, what are the most popular podcasts on Share Radio? And it gave me a list of them, including The Investment Hour with Ed Barsha, uh, the Investment Trust Show, The Travel Guide, Business of Sport, Investment Trust Insiders. <laughs> yes, yes, you're going down the list until you get to Gadgets and Gizmos. Yeah, well, that and clearly is erroneous. It didn't. didn't. And I said, what about the Gadgets and Gizmos podcast? And it said, I apologise for any confusion. It, <laughs> it appears there is no podcast called Gadgets and Gizmos on Share Radio. So I said, that's wrong. It then said, I apologise for my previous incorrect response. You're correct that the Gaddis and Gizmos <laughs> podcast does exist on Share Radio. It's presented by Simon Rose and Steve Gaplin, blah, 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 blah. OK, well, it's a lot politer when you tell it it's wrong. than What was it, Ben in Blackpool or something last week, who was yes, insulted by, um, by some Bing. sort of version of AI? Yes, well, because I got... I had trouble thinking what to ask him. Didn't ask him a sensible question like you did. But at least you're able to correct it. I will look up later on Poe, watch Air Radio, and see if it's actually taking your comments on board. I asked it what the funniest joke in the world was, and um, it uh, it said uh, something about humour being subjective, but then claimed that the funniest joke in the world was, why did the chicken cross the road? I, I would hazard there are relatively few people above the age of three who think that joke's particular. And... Then I tried the funniest pun, and it said, why was the math book sad? Because it had too many problems. So, ah. yes. So, if you want to make your own Christmas crackers this year, yeah, exactly. where you can go for the things to put inside. Ah. Um, but, yes, I, mean, I suppose a lot depends on the underlying search engine. Quora is, well, is quite different to the yes. others. No, this uses OpenAI. Uh, and they do have a disclaimer that there are no results post-2019, uh, which is, that's the, the cut-off date from when they they did their sort of research. So anyway, oh. but it, it's, it's got, it, it's, it's worth a go. Give it a go. It's called Poe. Get it for free and try it out. Okay. Let's have one of these. Right. With a bandages. With a Bandages. Oh, what a rip-off. Oh, ho, ho, ho. oh <laughs> you get that off Poe? I didn't. <laughs> Entirely my own invention. <laughs> okay. Although I'm sure Poe will claim otherwise and then apologise yes, for having yes. done it. Yeah. So bandages, they don't really do much in the way of healing. They stop dirt getting into wounds mm. um, and they are painful to remove. Well, perhaps that could be a thing of the past with the electronic bandage. That is being oh, developed no. by Northwestern University. This is Northwestern in the United States. And not Blackpool. Not, yes, yes, yes. Not Blackpool. No, exactly. We had them yeah, last week doing week. something as well. I can't remember what. We did. They've been very yeah. busy. Yeah. Well, the electronic bandage is um, 30% faster at healing wounds than regular bandages. So that's a good thing. Mm. It's wireless. And it consists of two main parts. There's a flower-shaped electrode that sits on the wound. And around that is a ring that sits on the healthy skin around the wound. So we're talking quite small wounds here. Mm. Uh, uh, on the current uh, prototype, sort of splinter-sized wounds. And this is connected to energy harvesting coils. And the coil both provides power to it, which it sucks out of the air, mm. and transmits data to via Bluetooth to, you know, wherever you want it, to your, your phone or whatever. 
But here's the clever part. The flower is made of molybdenum, which is, uh, it's a metal, and it is absorbed into your body when it's finished doing the healing. So you don't have to peel it off. How about that? That is quite clever. And you wonder why they've not actually called it smart bandage instead of electronic bandage, because for once, it's something that does seem it quite is. smart. It is quite smart. Yeah. Well, maybe Apple will get hold of it and call it the eye bandage. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. but yes. yes. Well, I'm, on I'm, surprised, so I'm surprised they're not, they're not doing those... Um, those things that uh, you used to see in um, old movies about journalists, you know, those as green visor helmets, because then there'd be eye shades. They would. Yes. yes. Oh, dear. Yes. I feel like we're getting into puns too too heavily here. Let's take oh, a break and hope that somehow we can actually <laughs> break out of it. Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is indeed chair radio. Still going, despite what Poe um, tells despite us. Despite what Poe says. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Still like, well, another thing that is could... still going, but only just, is mm. the metaverse. So the oh. metaverse uh, being Facebook's brilliant idea for how we're all going to exist in the future. Yes. Um, and they have been selling property in the metaverse. And... Well, you told it. Was that, wasn't that that last week when property values sort of went through the floor we did discuss it last week mm. but we discussed it last week the first time round when you forgot to press the record button oh, so, oh we didn't discuss again oh, the I see. that people could right, actually hear yes 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 <laughs> that was a, a minor mistake yes i forgot my own name and i forgot to press the record button yes you did, yes. You did. sorry about that you took That's it very right. well i thought having to do it all over again so the uh, this is the third time but no second time yep. it's the the sales were worth 900 million dollars this time last year oh. Um, and uh, things like um, uh, someone spent $450,000 on a plot next to a plot owned by Snoop Dogg because he'd heard that Snoop Dogg was going to have celebrity parties there. That's a popular music artist, I understand. It is a popular music artist, my lad. Yes. Yes. Uh, HSBC, the bank, bought a plot in the metaverse at the same time as they were closing physical branches, which I think is possibly not a good idea. (laughs) Good grief. And... A company called Terra Zero last year offered the first metaverse mortgage. So all these people have bought these plots of land. Yes. They've not been developed. Why have they not been developed? Because there aren't any visitors. Because apart from Mark Zuckerberg, no one knows what the hell metaverse is supposed to be for. Yes, yes. The value has now dropped 95%. So all these people who've invested vast amounts of money will never see it again. Yes. I saw some rather expensive adverts on television showing us what they thought the metaverse would be, but I was no, no wiser at the end. No, indeed. It is it's it is curious. It is, well, I think the idea is that in future we'll all stay at home. We'll get our, our goods delivered by Amazon and our food delivered by Just Eat or if we want mm. to cook it ourselves, yes. we'll get it delivered by gorillas or one of those people, and we'll just live in our own cocoons. And, yes, the only... and, and stroke and kiss people remotely. 
as focused as people remotely, and then all, all I have is the metaverse in which to actually go and chat to people. It's quite mm. sad, really. Yes. Well, I, I, but I don't know. Perhaps it's like the the early days of the American West. You know, perhaps we should become first settlers. Perhaps we well, strike there were, gold somewhere uh, in there. Well, there were settlers, but they failed to strike gold. Instead, mm. all that struck is more metaverse. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, well, well, uh, we haven't had one of these for a while, so let's have one now. Now, science fiction writers have mm. predicted many things that have since come true, such as cell phones, mobile phones, as we call them here, credit cards, driverless cars. Uh, going right back to Jules Verne, in fact, predicting submarines. Mm. Um, communication satellites? Communication satellites, all mm. of those things, exactly. Mm. Well, the Ministry of Defence has just hired a couple of science fiction writers, Peter Singer and August Cole. I must admit I haven't heard of either of them, no, but um, presumably other people have. Uh, and they've asked them to write short stories predicting future wars. So the wars that they predicted is uh, China triggering a coup in Indonesia, um, which is a little technical, and a rather interesting one of the UK being invaded by a nation who has mastered quantum computing, which they will use to scramble the headsets and indeed the drones of the British Army. Right. As we know from over. previous conversations, the MOD doesn't seem to be able to actually design and develop a tank that anybody can use without deafening them. Um, no. But they are willing to hire science fiction writers to make predictions that probably won't be true. And how does that yes. help? Uh, well, I have no idea. I think they. I think the words clutching at straws. But but surely, uh, I don't know if you know the book um, uh, Six Days of the Condor, which became the film Three Days of the Condor, mm. because um, people's attention spans are obviously less. But uh, that involves somebody played in the. Um, um, film by Robert Redford, uh, sort of going through lots of detective novels in case there are things in there that somehow are revealing state secrets. Well, surely, as there are so many science fiction books out, why don't they just get some people to read the science fiction books that are already well, published? Exactly. Exactly. They could pay you and me exactly. to read it. We like science fiction. Yes, exactly. I mean, they could yeah. go back and say, oh, this man, H.G. Wells, has said there might be a time machine coming. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Let's take advantage of it to go back and redevelop that tank that doesn't work. Yes. <laughs> exactly, yes. yes. I don't know why people don't ask us uh, before they do I these I have no things. idea. No. Okay. Uh, I think it's time for our crowdfunding. Uh, time ah, the in week. that case, you'll pause while I find this. It's been rather chilly recently, you might have known. Um, with, you, in we fact, probably see sub, how wrapped up I am at the moment. Yes, you are. <laughs> Sub-zero temperatures, mm -hmm. uh, which is, you know, not much fun, really, unless you have your own igloo. Well, of course, building an igloo... What? You need an Eskimo to build the igloo okay. for you, don't you? No, you don't, not anymore, because if you go to Kickstarter and you look for the inland igloo, and this is igloo spelled what they tell us is the correct way, I-G-L-U... Then you can get yourself a self-building igloo. It's remarkably clever. It has a tent-like framework. Mm. You know the kind of sort of carbon rod things that you put tents up with these days. Yes, the ones that just which has up. a mesh. Yes. Yeah, yeah it has right, a mesh right. over the top, and it even has LED lights built into the inside. You attach your garden hose to the top of the of the construction, mm -hmm. and then you go to bed. And when you wake up in the morning you'll find you've got an igloo. It has 
six-inch whiskers, as they call it, attached to it. Uh, and once you can't see the whiskers, you know your igloo is ready. You know it's six yes. inches thick. It is nine foot long by 11 feet wide, or rather nine foot wide by 11 foot long because of the little entrance thing. Yes. Five foot four inches high. I'm giving you these in feet and inches, partly so that you can understand them, partly because it's an American product and that's how they were delivered to me. Yes. And they include a photograph of three adults standing on the top of it when it's fully built without the thing collapsing, which I think is rather impressive. Well, you're clearly impressed. You haven't sort of spotted the minor flaw. Yes. Freezing temperatures, get your garden hose, turn it on. Oops. You know, that's a very good point. Yes. That is a very good point. Yes, I rather Maybe you have to be. attach one end of your garden hose to your indoor tap rather ah. than to your outdoor Oh, well, that's possible, yes. My that outdoor tap be. has a sort of thermal cover at the moment. I don't know if it works. So I suddenly realised that big problems are caused by yes. leaking outdoor well, taps, indeed, freezing indeed up. They are. So, yes, how do anyway, they actually manage that at all? Yes, you've got to get water that is warmer than the outside temperature. Well, uh, uh, yes, I suppose you do. Yeah. Very clever. Anyway. $349, which is a little under 300 of our English pounds. And when does and yours arrive? Have until the... I'm not going to go for it. Firstly, because if it was cold enough to make an igloo, I wouldn't go outside. I'd stay inside oh, when it was right. yes, warm. That's true. I mean, if yes, and if you put a if you put a fan heater inside, the igloo wouldn't last for very long. Exactly. Well, anyway, I'm intrigued. It looks very like clever, but who on earth is going to use it, apart from very lazy Eskimos? Well, I, I suspect, I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll wait until the 23rd of March, which is their cutoff point. Yes. And I will tell you if anyone's actually decided to go ahead and, and pledge their money for the thing. Well, yes, do it's look, do look again. Time. Okay, mm. where now? Up into space. So as you know, you can go up into space if you pay enough for it. SpaceX took three businessmen up to the International Space hmm. Station. Um, which is, you know, much higher than just going a little bit up into space and charged them $45 million each for the privilege of doing so. Yes. So these are... These Wasn't are that the one where somebody said they were too busy to go? And they... That was, I oh, think, was different uh, Richard Branson's oh, right, right, flight, right, right. Yeah, Elon yeah. Musk's. Anyway, so you can get into space, but it is very expensive. But it may get significantly cheaper. A Japanese startup so they can get you into space for under £150,000. I mean, it's still not an absolute bargain, but mm -hmm. it is an awful lot less than £45 million. And they take you up by balloon. Oh. The balloon goes up 15 miles. Hanging from the balloon is a five-foot sphere, which has two seats in, one for you and one for your pilot. Mm. So you can't, you know, take your... your uh, enamorata up there and get up into all sorts the 15 of mile high club. Yes, uh, yeah, unless unless you have to be going out with a pilot, in which case, well, that's true. Yes, yes, it takes two hours to go up. You're up there for one hour admiring the view, you can see the curvature of the earth and all that kind of thing, and then mm. another two hours to come down. Although, an hour is a long time to admire what is basically the same view. I wonder what you well, what do you chat to with a pilot all the way up. I had that Elon Musk about my balloon the other day. I don't know. I don't know. Well, maybe you take a DVD player or something and watch a, a film. I don't know. It seems quite in, intriguing. It's you have to sort of enough talking to a that the cables not going to become detached. I think they probably thought of that one. Mm. 
Well, I would hope so. Assuming it has a cable, maybe it doesn't have a cable. That's why it's got a pilot. So they can oh. steer you up and down, yes. Well, the excite- excitement of not knowing where you're going to come come down again. But having chatted to you know, taxi drivers and Uber drivers, the idea of spending five hours chatting to this pilot, who will obviously say, I'm not going south of the horizon this time of night. <laughs> yes, yes. That could be disconcerting. You do have a very quick one to end, or shall we just call a halt there? Uh, no, I can think we can talk about the Kinks, whose lead oh. guitarist has asked... Elon Musk to tell Twitter to stop censoring its name. Oh, I read that. Oh, yes. Potentially wonderful. sensitive conference. Yes. My wife used to work for the Prince's Trust. Mm. And for the URL, they had to put a hyphen in the middle because otherwise it had incest in the middle of it and it, they were getting banned by Google. Oh, good grief. Oh, at least they yes. found a solution. I feel sorry for the kinks. I didn't exactly, realize it was still yes. active. I watched an old well, episode of Endeavour. That's the, the reason why. Mentioned. The Kings they were an important you. plot point in, the, in, in Endeavour. They were. Right. Well, that's it then for this edition of Gadget Glimmers. I quite I rather enjoyed that. Um, I'm going to go out and um, see if I can make my own igloo. You've got to make uh, your own igloo. Yeah. Well, it's going to get cold this next weekend. So we are told. But that's it for this edition of Gadget Glimmers. There will be another edition of the same with Steve Kaplan and myself, Simon Rose. See, I know who I am now. At the same time next week. Is it a gadget? Is it a gizmo? No, it's gadgets and gizmos with Steve Kaplan and Simon Rose.